Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Christopher and the Christopher Show. I'm the one that spells his name with a C. Hmm, and I am the uh, abstinent fellow that spells it with a K. <laughs> I don't know why I'm abstinent, but yeah, I am. Yeah, why not? Um, it's been a while yet again. Sorry, it's it would do. Would take like eight years off and then do two shows and go. Ah. Well, we're just like Segal. We like to pick our, our projects and our times to act. Exactly. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah, we're too busy fucking catching the bad guys and all that jazz. That's right. Yeah, so we've got another episode, episode three. Like I said last week, I was bored already. I'm even more bored now. I can't see this lasting past this first disc. This this thing needs alcohol, it really does. <laughs> it does, and we need to just watch it. We need to get pissed and watch the episode and just record us watching it. Yeah, yeah, we probably should. Yeah, next time we're yours, we'll just do the whole second disc like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a commentary. Yeah. So, um, first off, I mean, this isn't a major thing, it's just me having a whinge. Mm. Um, and you as well, I'm sure. Uh, Looper, the YouTube channel, are they like a website as well? Possibly, I've only ever seen them. Uh, the the pop uploads on uh, on YouTube do on the basis mm. Like, I'm, I always see them because of video games. Like, I guess it's like targeted video on, like, on YouTube. So I always see like Looper's like top five games coming up and all that sort of shit. Yeah, they always come up in recommendation things, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Because I mean, I got nothing against them. It's just this list they did with like what was it, sixteen action movies to see before you die. Yeah. <laughs> right now, when you when you when you hear a fucking title like that, it's like. If they must see, it's basically just saying must see action movies. Mm. But you'd expect it to be like the creme de la creme of action movies. Yeah. Right, okay, you had your fucking usual suspects in there. Die Hard, T2, Robocop, Lethal Weapon, and Speed, which I thought was a nice choice, because yeah. I think that gets overlooked. I think all those choices are fair dudes, you know. Yeah. It, like, it lulls you into a false sense of security by opening with Die Hard, and you're like, oh, okay, this is going to be a good list. And they have, like, The Dark Knight in there. I'll get into this later, but I don't know. Like, in Avengers, and I don't know, I can't, I don't consider, they're stupid, they're comic book movies. Yeah. It's a, it's a sub-genre of an action movie, but it's, not, I don't know, it's, it's like you wouldn't put a Shaw Brothers movie in a list of greatest action movies, because they're yeah. kung fu movies, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I think definitely, like, comic book movies need to stand on their own, like. Yeah, because obviously they've got action in them, but you, when you think action, you don't think hard-boiled and Captain America. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's weird as well, because, like, you know, obviously there's some elements of, like, love and stuff in, in like, you know, well, take your pick, like, Iron Man 2 or something, but you wouldn't call it a love Rom- film. Romantic or romantic, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's one of them where it's not really. <laughs> uh, but the best is when it gets to, like, the middle of the list, and they, they fucking put Jurassic Park in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's not... Who, who the fuck considers Jurassic Park an action movie? It's, it's a... Come on, it's a sci-fi fantasy, isn't it, it's really? It's an adventure That's, movie, yeah. yeah. It's like... 
Definitely not an action film. <laughs> oh, fucking icons of action. Chow Yun-Fat, John Wayne, Sam Neill. <laughs> <laughs> Although... You know, with his dad pants and his, his hat and his blue shirt, like, it's, it is a look, it looks that I would rock. <laughs> it is a good look, let's be honest. <laughs> and also, I thought this was weird. Gladiator? Yeah, it, it, is it me or did, as well, did Gladiator just suddenly start becoming liked? I'm sure there was a phase where, like, it, it was popular when it first came out. Oh, it was huge, yeah. And then everyone, like, started shitting all over it. And now it's like come full circle to like everyone respects the fuck out of it again. Hmm. I just, I, to be honest, honestly, I haven't seen it since it first came on video. Mm. So I can't remember much about it, but I don't remember coming over going, what an action packed mm-hmm. fucking, I don't know. It's got some good fights in it and stuff, but I don't know, that's not what I would call action. See, no. I don't know, we're splitting hairs and being fucking anal about it, but I don't know, I've got to think about genres. Yeah, well, it, I suppose, yeah, it's difficult. Like, I don't like assigning labels, as, I guess, to stuff. Mm. Uh, anyway, but. They, they do get a bit weird, you know, like sci-fi films and all the rest, and mm. it just, it, it, it's too easy, I suppose, to categorise them wrongly and stuff. I mean, probably the best example of it is, like, Netflix and stuff. Yeah. Where, like, Netflix is, like, fucking everything's a sci-fi film, yeah. but then everything's, like, an 80s film as well and stuff. It's I do like, like the very specific uh, Netflix, uh, I mean, we're probably going to take the piss a bit, but it's always, like, comedies from 1982 where a woman wears a hat. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're like, I'm just in the for that! <laughs> and, like, it's weird, like, penchant for fucking hiding all its good films as well that it does. Oh, yeah. Right. It's all like, I'm going to keep all these mint films. I'm going to bury them right at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you literally have to go online to research what good films are on Netflix in order mm. to find so sure, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a few good websites that have, like, when they get updated and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking hell, that's on Netflix. And you look and you can't find it unless you search for it. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Mm. <laughs> As you can expect, though, the comment section of that video is, is, is pretty much just like, what we're saying. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where the fuck's Aliens? Where the fuck's this? Where the fuck's Hard Boiled? Where the fuck? Like, not one fucking John Woo film in a fucking 16 action movies you must see before you die list. Yeah. That's, 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 that's opinion subjective, whatever. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, definitely. And people are mentioning, like, where's the raid? And for once, I agree. I don't even like the raid, but I mean, I'm like, where's the raid? It's true. It's, it is like, it was, a, you know, it's one of those surprise films that caught every... It, it like, changed people's opinions for a while. and it's like a mega popular film. Yeah. Got loads of copycat movies coming out around about the time and stuff. Yeah, yeah weird. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to have a little whinge about that. Yeah, well, like I said, Lupa's always a bit like... Whenever I've watched their videos, I've always like, fuck off. Some, some of the lists I thought were quite good, but... Maybe they just do it to get people to respond, like rise to it. Probably. Like they'll, they'll leave certain things off the list just to get people to comment and make the channel more popular and shit. By the time I saw it, it had been up for like four hours and it had them over a million views. <laughs> Jesus. I know. <laughs> Easy money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right, um... Shall we just get straight on with our big lad, Stevie Boy? Uh, the sequel. So we've got Lawman, Ep 3, Killer Canines. Killer Canines. That's I love, Killer Canines. I love the, like, <laughs> the forced dog theme as well through this entire episode. Yeah, you always want like, I was, I was watching it going, so I'm guessing what they did with this is the film, like, three months worth of stuff and then just put all the dog shit in one episode. Yeah, they just edit it down into a theme, basically. Yeah, because if not, you'd just be like, it's a fun coincidence, isn't it? The day's training these dogs. <laughs> Two days in a row, he has to bring the dog squad out. That's mental, isn't it? What a coincidence. <laughs> uh, so we'll kick off with a burglary in process. We'll get straight into the action this time. Mm. To see some, uh, you know, saying the window's been broken and that, so they bring in the dogs and uh, 
Stephen Seagal says, we don't want to go through the window. And I'm like, fucking can it anyway? <laughs> well, yeah, it wouldn't fit. None of them would fit. There's like a young lad that might possibly fit through the yeah. window. But he's well on his way to being a fatty himself. Like, so. One thing yeah. I thought about this, though, it's like, okay, they're not going to go in the house. Mm. So they just send a dog in unmanned to potentially yeah. just kill a <laughs> I'm not sure that's, like, even right. It's like, strange, legally. I was like, because normally there's got to be a cop there to pull the fucking dog off so they don't kill yeah. him. Yeah. Well, it seems like, because it's a, such a throwaway comment, he says. He says, like, oh, so we're going to, uh, he says something like, there's an open window, we can't assess. I mean, we could go in there, but we're not really supposed to. He says mm. it like that. Yeah. Like, and it's like, not supposed to. What, why? Is that some sort of, like, law thing in America? Like, if you suspect the house is being burgled, the police officer can't enter. Like, what the fuck? What sense is that? <laughs> thing is, with America, though, it's like different laws for different states, isn't it? Aye, true. Yeah. But yeah, so they just send the dog in, which is like, like you said, they're like, we send the dog in and uh, come minutes later, it came to the window with a savage baby. <laughs> yeah, we were all very sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how, how do you know what's in the house? I mean, I'm sure once they heard screaming, they would have went in then. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, so why didn't you just go in in the first place? <laughs> like if that's what you would have done, I don't know. It's probably strange. because they're all scared of getting shot, basically. Probably. So they're like fucking sending the dog in. Uh, so now uh, Segal's training these uh, German shepherds, and you know what? He's been training dogs for twenty years. He's just basically done everything for twenty since years. his early teens. As he said, uh, I, I love though the like when he's like. He says something like, I've, I've got a trained attack dogs at home, and I just straight away made a comment like, he's trained them in the ways of the martial arts. <laughs> These dogs do Aikido. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, if he's been training dogs for 20 years, why does he need his mate who's a dog trainer to help him? <laughs> I don't get how to point that. And, and he blatantly, like, he says one of the dogs is, like, he's had it for three weeks. Uh-huh. It's clearly an adult dog, obviously. Hmm. So he's he's buying like fully trained dogs, basically. That's what it seems that's like. That's telling me. So like, has, has he fuck been training dogs? He's been buying trained dogs for twenty years, maybe. His two dogs are called Car, and uh, his new dog Frankie. And I started laughing because at first I just thought it was it was like Frankie Car, and I thought that was Alan Car, and I thought that's a genius, but it's not because. I was like, you should have called it Alan or Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, his pal comes to help him train, and uh, you know, they, they do all the usual shit. It's shit you've seen a million times, I don't know. You know. Although it is, like, highly dangerous what they're doing. They've, like, got two two pissed-off German shepherds. Yeah. One of them, he's only known for three weeks, and there's, like, this poor, like, uh, he's, like, Arabic kid or something. I can't remember his name, but he's, he's, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't pick up if he was, like, a mate of St- Steven Seagal. Or I think he was the mate friends. of the trainer, like a friend yeah. of a friend. But he's just, like, stood there, like, pretending to be, you know, like, an aggressor. And mm-hmm. Steven Seagal's got a hold of the two collars. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, fuck, that's dangerous. What if he, like, slips? The dog no. like, totally maul him. Yeah. One thing I thought, like, why are they doing this in his fucking living room? Well, again, <laughs> yeah. has got a garden! Yeah. It, and, like, you know, it's it's just a weird thing to, like, train dogs to attack people, but then keep them as family pets. <laughs> that is yeah. never a fucking good idea. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's training them, like, in the environment they'd possibly have to defend. That makes sense. You know, it's it's all fucking fun and games until one day you're hungry for a cheese sandwich and you, you come down in your, like, dressing gown at four in the morning. Because the dogs are sleepy, they just fucking maul you. Because <laughs> they don't recognise you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's it. You, you don't have attack dogs in your house, man. <laughs> uh, we'll cut to the next night. We're on the beat yet again. The next night, or like fucking two months later, I don't know. <laughs> Most likely. Uh, he sees a bunch of lads hanging around a car. Well, and says, that. 
No, 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 correct yourself. He's Steven Seagal vision. Oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> he doesn't just see it. He's Steven Seagal vision picks up on he the He also has some Seagal vision during the burglary as well. He does, yeah. He peeps through the window and uses Seagal vision, yet no one was fucking there in the end. <laughs> yeah. We forgot so to mention that. Whoever it was, was basically a false positive. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, he sees a bunch of people hanging around the car and he says, they're slinging drugs. Drugs. They're slinging the drugs, plus they're black, so we should probably just suspect them. <laughs> Like the total theme of this show. Have they actually arrested anyone white yet? Yeah, in this last episode. <laughs> yeah, with that fight in the car park. About. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah, of course. Uh, so, essentially, all they find is a bit of weed. Mm. Like dust, like weed dust. Yeah, like the shake, or whatever they call it. One guy gives a false name, you find out he had a warrant on him. And I thought it was quite funny that he gave his brother's name. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's totally something my brother would do. <laughs> he obviously doesn't like his brother that much. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but it turns out, like, the little uh, prologue afterwards, like, uh... I mean, epilogue or whatever. What is it? Epilogue? Prologue? Um, epilogue, the end bit. Yeah. The little, you know, the little write-up afterwards. It's like, yeah, he went to court. It was all thrown out to him. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it was a big fuck-off West. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and one of the girls there goes, my auntie loves your movies. Yeah, I, I made note of that. I laughed at that. She's, and he's like, but you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, like, yeah totally, he just totally calls her on it, like, instantly, which I thought was quite funny. It's yeah. like something I would say. I'd be like, oh, I've got a mate that loves your films. <laughs> it's like a sly dig at him. <laughs> who was that, that you probably really deeply offended in HMV? It was it Billy Bragg? Oh, God, I can't remember. What? He, said, well, he, he said, like, Billy Bragg was in HMV or something, and he was like, all right, mate, do you want us to say anything? And you just said something like, mate, I'm going to fucking clue you. Yeah, yeah it happened quite a lot, though. I think they're like, <laughs> I met, like, it's not The Offspring, but it's another band kind of yeah, like... Yeah, we, we've talked about this before. You could never remember which band it was. Yeah, yeah no, I was, like, went downstairs, and they had, like, one table, like, hastily set up in front of them, like, a plate with, like, three pork pies, and it's like... <laughs> and they were just like, do you want a signature? And I was just like, nah. <laughs> Did someone throw a pie at them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did actually towards the end or something, yeah. yeah they didn't come back to Newcastle. Mm. Uh, so they get the dogs out, dogs find fuck all. I love, though, that they, they get the dogs out. Like, I don't know whether they deliberately did that for the theme of the show, probably. But, mm-hmm. like, so they've arrested, like, well, they've, they've handcuffed a guy, detained him. Mm. They've got, like, drug, like, remnants on the floor and stuff. Uh and then they randomly just get it because they can't open the boot for yeah. whatever reason. They decide to get a dog out. Like, surely they must already have probable cause, like enough cause to at least open the boot. Mm. But they're like, "Hey, get the dog out, man!" For no fucking reason, other than like it's just the dog episode. Basically. Yeah, we need to, we need some dog footage for the show. It's like there must be. But then the dog sniffs around the car, so they decide not to open the boot because the dog didn't really find anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, why don't you just like open it though? Say, <laughs> what if there's like a dead body in there or something? <laughs> Uh, next, the uh, the investigator like a half like a failed nine one one call, so it seems suspicious. Mm. So they arrive at the house, and it, this bit actually made us genuinely laugh. Where they're like, "I think there's a guard dog back there," and it's just some little cute Labrador puppy. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the guard's all, "Ain't no guard dog, y'all." Stop, Stephen. You know when it gets worse? I think it may be the second season because I saw a clip recently. What it's whenever Steve, Stephen Seagal's wearing his fucking do rag on his head. Oh God! That's when he's all foggone like on and shit. <sighs> it's so genius though that it's so right it's Falcon Leghorn like, it is that. yeah <laughs> it's just like he did research by watching loads of episodes of that <laughs> <laughs> what's going on I say what's going on here dog 
Let me in on it. <laughs> uh, so back to dog training, and some poor fucking mate gets like his fucking knuckles bruised and he big scratch in the back of his head. Yeah, like setting two big dogs for all the muzzle. They've still got like claws and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be fun. They're like fucking 150 pound fucking Alsatians. <laughs> He's just on the floor going, How much am I getting paid for this again? Yeah, you know, it's the guy getting a few digs in and that. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, training digs, but it just looked funny. I love though the like the, the logic was like because basically what they were doing was that obviously they were getting the dogs to attack an invader, mm-hmm. but then they were like Steven Seagal would like go in and throw his hands in the way to like train the dogs to not bite them if ever he needs to intervene. And he said the trainer guy he says something like, "Oh, you know, like Steven Seagal would want to get involved in like any sort of invasion. He wouldn't just let his dogs." And I was like, "Yeah, totally. Like he wouldn't let the dogs take all the all the like glory." Yeah. You're like, stand by, dogs. I'll do this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. It's just really funny. I know you like, setting, yeah. setting, like, his dogs on a home invader, but then being like, hold on a minute, I want to get some of the action. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, though, when they did the thing where, like, an, attract, an intruder from outside, mm. I was half expecting the dogs to put his fucking windows out. Mm. Jesus Christ, that looked dangerous. Yeah, definitely. Just, like, jumping up against the glass. It shit. didn't look like double glazes. <laughs> uh, didn't do the... No one's a gal. It's probably bulletproof glass or something. Probably, yeah. He thinks that, like, I don't Mob know. Mob still going to get him. In. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's it. And we'll get a fucking awesome song over the credits. Yeah. It's literally just a guy. It's a guy. It's a guy. bed, guys. It's a guy. It's genius. I wonder which album that's off. <laughs> it's like, probably like South Park level. It is, yeah. Almost, you know, like, just over the top, like... <laughs> Just like straight to the point, chasing the bad guys. I'm yeah, and it's just that. I'm sure that's the chorus, but it's just that five times. It's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that wraps up Killer Canines. Killer Canines. You know, no Canines kill anyone. No, not really killer at all. Mm. Pretty tame stuff again, though, isn't it? Really, it's just so boring. It's so weird. It's like they're literally just every every segment's like we're attending a routine call uh, let's check it out here's my torch yeah everything's fine we'll go that could have been something but it wasn't yeah. that's like every segment <laughs> it's like fuck I said I think if you're a fucking hardcore Seagal fan it'll be entertaining <laughs> but like if you're not because like, the whole fucking the, you know the thing of the show to get people to watch is oh Steven Seagal being an actual cop mm. so if you're a Seagal fan it's great if you're not like us it's just like Oh, it's just like, I'll wonder mundane fuck out. <laughs> it's just like no interest in it at all, is there really? I noticed though, after three episodes, Seagal's favourite thing to do, just so he feels like he's doing something, is when they're in the car and they're running, he's like, watch this guy, watch this guy, you're yeah. good, you're good. It's like, you're not helping, Steve. He's you're just a cool, you're... total backseat driver, basically. Yeah, just saying shit. Like, watch out for that lamppost, man. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I can see it, Steve, thank you. I do know how to fucking drive. <laughs> Yeah, you can't be. I think it's the first episode, I don't know, where Johnny's like, just let me drive, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So he's obviously, like, had, like, months of it. He's just yeah. like, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that footage is from, like, the last week of shooting, and he's like, fuck's sake, Steve. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who in this car is actually a trained police officer? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's just the way they edit and, st- edit and stuff, but it does, like, almost seem like Sakal's in charge. Mm. He's a reserve. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit strange. <laughs> so, yeah, that was episode three. Mm. Set on fire, I guess. I'll give it one more week. Maybe. Maybe it's the quality just like ramps up really like quickly. Mid season cliffhanger, maybe you're thinking. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like one one of the uh, officers gets like gunned down. Yeah, there so. just needs to be a fucking shootout or someone trying it on with a guy and he just fucking flips them or something. Yeah. Be amazing. Uh, so shall we do some news? Let's get to the news. Movie. Uh, right, so uh, since we did last show, uh, was it fucking four weeks ago, um, 
There have been a few deaths, unfortunately. Uh, first one, uh, if you're a fan of Clerks, Lisa Spooner, who played Caitlin in the original Clerks, died only 44. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I forgot about that. God, yeah. What no, one, no one knows yet. They haven't really released what it was, but on um, on Hollywood Babylon, when Kevin Smith was talking about it, he's been, like, stayed in contact with her over the years, and he knew she was sick and stuff. Mm. But apparently, like, this is just, this is maybe the grimmest thing I've ever heard. Like, she had, she'd had that much radiation treatment that her organs were fusing together. God. And I was like, God, that's fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah, she's only 44, though. That's pretty grim, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So. And also, uh, Roger Moore, 89, after a short battle with cancer. Yeah, bless him. He had a, he had a good run, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, I just, I just, I hate that when you see, like, you've lived to nearly fucking 90, mm. and you can't just go peacefully and say, no, he has a short battle with cancer right at the end. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. sad. Yeah, legend, though, man. Yeah, growing up, he was my, he was like my Bond. Yeah, yeah. My favorite Bond. Yeah, he was from here as well. Yeah, he was the, the guy that was on all the movie posters and on TV mm. all the time and stuff and that. Yeah. And of course, you know, we love from Cannibal Run and stuff. He's mm. amazing. That. And uh, another one, similar story. I mean, Adam West died 88 after a brief battle with leukemia. Yeah. Yeah, again, uh, just another, like, legend, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, watch Batman when we were a kid and stuff. Yeah. Oh, great stuff. No, yeah. more, uh, no more Mayor West and Family Guy, man. Yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, he was hilarious in that. Yeah. yeah. I think as well, uh, director of Rocky as well. Yeah, John Avelson, yeah, he died, yeah. Karate Kid. Karate yeah, I always forget he did Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, when I remember, I'm like, it's so obvious he did Karate Kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's a similar kind of story. Basically, isn't it? Yeah, just, yeah. just Rocky, but with a kid. Yeah, and Karate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, not, not a good one. Like. No, not at all, yeah. I think there's even been a few more, I can't remember. Mm, probably. And a few popped up. Uh, Fab Press are doing a reissue of Stephen Throw's Beyond Terror book because it's well out of print now and if you try and look for it it goes for like over 100 quid and stuff yeah. so it's doing an Indiegogo campaign unfortunately because I've had this new sword for the past three weeks it ends on the 28th of June so if you <laughs> didn't know about it and you want to get it hurry up act quick <laughs> yeah um, the £75 option is the one I'm very very fucking tempted to go for because I don't have the book I didn't get it when it first came out yeah. but you get a special edition hardcover of the book and I think it's been updated and stuff uh, you get, you know, the Ibon book from the Beyond? Oh, yeah. It comes housed in a hard Ibon case. Christ. A replica of the book. You get a full trailer DVD and you get your name in the back of the book. Mm-hmm. That's not bad for 75 quid. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Good. There's loads more fucking perks and stuff. Some have got posters, t-shirts, and they've added top-up perks and stuff like that. So, uh, if you want to check it out, igg.me slash at slash beyond terror. Very good. Check it out. I'm very tempted to get that Ibon case. I should, get, I should get more into these sort of things, like Kickstarter stuff, and then I always see, like, Kickstarter campaigns and stuff and uh, for, like, action figure stuff. And, and then, like, me, you go, oh, I'll get that. Oh, wait, yeah. oh, I'll get that now. Oh, it ended three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, like, later on, I'll see the end product and be like, oh, totally yeah. it. <laughs> There's only a few I've actually remembered to do. Yeah. Uh, so, Sylvester Stallonis and Jackie Janis are finally getting together to do a movie they've wanted to do for, not this particular movie, they've wanted to do a movie together for fucking years. Mm. Uh, it's called Ex-Baghdad. Uh, here's the plot. When a China-run oil refinery is attacked in Mosul, Iraq, a Chinese private security contractor, Jackie Chan, is called in to extract the oil workers. He learns, however, that the attacker's real plan is to steal a fortune in oil and teams up with an American former Marine to stop them. That'll be Stallone. Wow. Sounds like a solid... Uh, that sound good, yeah. Uh, ...plot for an action movie, and it's yeah, Stallone in China. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, fingers crossed, yeah. Fingers crossed it doesn't fall in that weird, like... Category of what was that? Uh, was it like the, the escape plan or whatever? Yeah, 
where like on paper it probably sounded really good, but like uh, the, yeah, the execution yeah. of it and stuff is a bit weird. I still never went back and revisited that since we watched it. Yeah, I just wasn't that fucking keen on it, really. No, and that's what I mean, though. Like on paper, yeah, it sounds like an awesome idea, like Stallone and Arnie and like mm. the fucking prison movie and stuff. And I don't know, just in, the execution of it was all wrong and weird. Yeah. from what I remember. Also, just remember Sam Neill was in it. <laughs> Yeah, did he play the bad guys? He was at like, the Doctor, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Stallone's also been hitting over the past week or so at Expendables 4 and a new Rocky. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. He's posting like, a picture of Rocky and being like, oh, how about one more round and all this stuff? And then posts a picture of the Expendables and was like, how about one more mission or something like that? And I mean, mm. so I just did, it's probably done. It's ran its course, that, and then the Expendables. Yeah. Oh, I would like to see one more, just because of the people that didn't get on board. Like Chan, but I guess Chan and still on to do with this movie, so... Just, there wasn't that whole thing about, like, he doesn't own the rights or something, though, and, like, the film studio for Expendables. I'm sure I was reading that, like, the the film studio, like, own all the rights or something. So, oh, I don't know. So he, he technically couldn't make another one, or something, unless he, like, rebranded it. Well, if that was the case, they just, like, it would... They could just, you know, they could get him back, but it may, maybe he just doesn't want to do it, and maybe they're going to do... And one without him, which would be yeah. it would be pretty pointless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as for the big news uh, of the past uh, day or two, uh, the Han Solo movie directors, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, have been fired. Yeah, th- this is massive news. This uh, and Ron Howard is stepping in to finish the film. <laughs> Good old Ron Howard. Yeah, Mister Safe. You know why he's been brought on board? Just so he'll he'll be a nodding dog. Basically. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you know the usual bollocks of oh, over creative differences. Apparently, they weren't sticking to the script as much as they liked and they wanted more humour in it or something yeah it wasn't like that is it Lawrence Kasdan or something yeah the, right, yeah the writer didn't like the writer not like what they were doing or something or, it's something to do with well, it was Kasdan he wrote it yeah yeah, yeah so, they didn't like the way they were changing the script but like three weeks from completion it's is that what it was yeah it's for six months or something yeah they're, they're three weeks from uh, from principal photography wrapping mm. so that's pretty mental um like, what does that board for the film? It kind of board well, right? Well, I mean, you know, Rogue One, I think, I think it was, they didn't say this at the time, but I think it was probably similar with Rogue One and the reshoots and stuff. I mean, it's mad if you watch the, the trailer for Rogue One. I know. Like, 90% of the trailer isn't in the film. Nah, not at all. It's crackers. And yeah, yeah I didn't really re- think about it until recently, and I was like, God, yeah, like, all that shit on the beach and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not in the film. No. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he's, don't get us wrong, he's pretty cool, Ron Howard, I guess. For, oh, yeah. I mean, he's never been a massive sort of director, not not since, like, way back when, I guess. Um, I don't know, with the last films he's done with all those um, uh, Dan Brown movies, yeah. you know, the yeah, true. Inferno, I think, was the last one. But, uh, you know, obviously he did Willow and shit, and uh, he's, he's got the, the Lucas tie there, I guess. He's, he's one of those guys that, like, you forget what he's done. Yeah, true. Like, I think, didn't he do Cocoon? Did he? I think so. There's there's a few films in the age I'm like, fuck, I forgot Ron Howard did that. He's one of them guys, though, like, his name is so familiar as well, weirdly. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you hear Ron Howard, you go, oh, yeah, yeah, Ron Howard, mm. God, I know him, what's he, what's he done again? I guess he's just one of them people, like you said, you kind of forget what he's done, like, yeah. the extent yeah. of what he's done. Um, just reading the article though, just it reminded us that he was also in fucking American Graffiti, so it's kind of full circle. Yeah, well that's that's it, isn't it? There's kind of like Lucas ties there, George yeah. Lucas ties. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I tell you what as well, though, I did read something that was quite interesting just earlier uh, before we were doing the show. Hmm. Uh, apparently there's some... I mean, this would... I doubt it'll go anywhere. I think this was just a news story uh, trying to drum up excitement. Um, but the, the Directors Guild have got a rule where if a director uh, completes 9% principal photography, yeah, uh, they're entitled to release their own director's cut. Hmm. Uh, and a director's cut where they're like... The, What's the word? They're like, they like they don't get bothered by the studio if they've been fired as the director. Mm. So um, and the, the, this news story was like, oh, so could they like, if they were ninety percent through principal photography, could they like eventually release their own director's cut of the movie without any interference from Disney? Even if that was the case, I'm sure Disney would fucking do everything they could to stop that from happening. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I thought like it's an. But the more interesting point for me was just the clause. I guess I thought. Yeah. Well, pretty interesting you're right though yeah disney would fall on like summon bahamut or something <laughs> fucking sacrifice a child and that to stop it they like said everything in the power i mean if they're gonna fire you three weeks from the end of film and- yeah definitely. i just with this thing though like when it comes to like when when you know the higher like young up-and-coming filmmakers Oh, you're going to do a Star Wars movie and they'd be so excited. And then it just seems pointless because if you're going to, if you try and put your own stamp on it, they're like, no, 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 don't do that. Do exactly what we say. <laughs> I mean, I, I've done, I'm not, I don't have any inside knowledge, but it just, that's what it seems like when you hear creative differences. It's basically like, you're not doing what we want. Yeah. Like, so why did you hire us? It's, I imagine it must be a fucking soul destroying experience. Yeah. Having like some fucking suit from Disney going like, can, can she be Chinese? Uh, and can, can he be less funny and more sound there and you just must be like fuck off I'm trying yeah, to make like, a film like micromanaging everything and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah definitely we'll see though <clears throat> yeah you know I mean I'm still a bit I'd, why do I want to see Han Solo not played by uh, Harrison Ford and yeah. why do I want to see uh, Lando not played by uh, Billy D. Williams and stuff mm. I'm just not, not sure it'll work Billy D. Billy D. man <laughs> um Speaking of, uh, this is a bit of an older story, but we'll, we'll keep on the theme. Yeah. The, obviously, Justice League, I think we did comment on it, maybe some of the previous shows. It's got a, a new director due to a family tragedy. Oh, yeah, the Joss Whedon uh, thing, yeah. Yeah, Joss Whedon's taken over. Mm. Uh, again, that was a, it was pretty much complete, the film, and I think there's a few months left to film. Just- yeah, I think I think he's. It's from what I remember reading, it's mainly he's just taking care of post production. But there is something as well interesting that I would definitely haven't mentioned is also um, Danny Elfman's taken over as, from doing the score from the previous guy that was scoring the film. Hans oh, Zimmer. No, I can't. I don't think it is. I think it's a different. I don't know the name, but mm. the guy that did um, Batman versus Superman. Uh, no, that was that was Hans Zimmer. Was it? I think so. Mm-hmm. Definitely whoever was doing it previously and mm. has been doing it up till now, he left at the same time. Mm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Danny Elfman's taken over on the score as well, which is just, oh, well, if you know, fucking, quite interesting. If you're fucking in, that brings out some of his Batman 89 magic. It could be good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Bit more of a superhero feeling to it, you know what I mean? Just weird, like, I, I'm just curious if it will have any impact on, like, the film and what we get. You know, mm. like, will it be less Snyderish? Well, that trailer seemed a lot more like the fucking Avengers anyway, as far as tone went. It seemed a lot light-hearted, a lot more yeah. light-hearted, rather. Yeah, definitely. Like, they've looked at that sort of thing and went, mm, maybe we need more humour and less pouty. Mm. Well, did, did I ever talk to you since I saw uh, Wonder Woman? 
I maybe don't know. Maybe I, so. We didn't talk about it on the show. So, um, yeah, because like Wonder Woman's like I really enjoyed it actually. Uh, it, lo- it does look like fun. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like a world away from like the Batman and Superman stuff, basically. Mm. Like humor, but not like too much humor. There's just bits where you like you do laugh, but it's not like in your face or anything. Yeah, um, it's a good story, and you know what? I, I was dubious about a woman run like this isn't a sexist comment a, a, no no a woman running around in like knee high boots oh okay, okay. Uh, in like world war one yeah. you know like because that could easily be cheesy that it, i mean it could easily be as cheesy having captain america running around in tights oh yeah and um, so yeah but it totally works like the first time you see her and she, she climbs over the like no man's land and like runs into no man's land with her mm. like full-on wonder woman costume i totally bought it so i was like yeah, yeah fuck that that's pretty good yeah because i get you because i mean i know you know they're like comic book movies so you can be like well you know but at the same time it's like there's things that work well in an image that wouldn't that would look strange on screen yeah, yeah. that's why they changed some um i guess that's why they you know the end of watchman to stick on schneider like that's why they changed it from a giant squid <laughs> yeah because i like, thought that would just look weird <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna work yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I would highly recommend Wonder Woman, like, and if it's got anything where, uh, you know, if it, if that's an indication of where Justice League's going. Mm. Yeah, when is Justice League? Was it this year or next year? Uh, definitely this year. Oh, it's this year. So it'll be like later in the summer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know when though. Maybe winter time. Maybe well, going for a October release or something. Mm. I'm saying that though. Segwaying off. Mm-hmm. I'm like me segways today. Um. Did you see the story about the, this whole fucking whatever you pronounce the name? Gal Gadot, Gal Gal Gadot, <laughs> um, out the pay gap story. Apparently, she only got three hundred thousand for Wonder Woman. Um, really? Yeah, but like this is how it was reported. Like she got three hundred thousand, which is accurate. She got three hundred thousand for doing the Wonder Woman movie, mm-hmm. um, and like it was reported that like um, Superman, uh, fucking what's he called? Uh, it's on tip of my tongue. You know, Bobby, the, Bobby, Bobby Smith. Bobby Smith. Henry, the, the, Henry Cavill. The bloke that plays him. <laughs> that plays that super fella that's actually right fucking miserable cunt. <laughs> <laughs> In the new Superman films. Um, he got 14 million for Man of Steel, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Um, there's a few like inaccuracies. When I first saw the story, I straight away read it and thought, that's bullshit, that like. Mm. Um, and I think there's since been like retractions and all sorts. Um, but she she got a three picture deal, and like technically it was like three hundred thousand per per movie, so she got like nine hundred thousand, mm. which I suppose you know like just shy of a million for an actress that's only been in like one film previously. Yeah, it's not too bad, really, is it? No, not really. Not be sniffed at. Yeah. Apparently, the the whole fourteen million thing was just a load of shite, and and so, probably rightly like. Yeah, that doubt, does seem that does seem way too fucking high. Yeah, I doubt Henry Cavill would. I doubt he would have gotten a million for it, man. Like, because mm. it was his first like big big picture as well and stuff. There's just no fucking way they would have paid. No, nah, I think that we would have got over a million for it. Do you reckon? Yeah, because it's Superman. I suppose it, it's a big ticket sort of uh, mm. yeah character. Yeah, true. But yeah, it just it caused like a bit of a stir in the news. People like you know the old uh, Hollywood wage gap thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, like loads of like feminists coming out and being like, "See," and then like a week later, it was like, ah, "It's not actually technically true." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> don't don't quite believe everything you read on the internet now. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if they gave fucking Henry Cavill a bit extra because of the whole case of Superman thing. If they were superstitious, they'd be like, "Here's, here's a bit extra, just in case." <laughs> yeah. 
Although the, the curse of Superman seems to have taken form in a different way with these mm. films. Yeah. No one likes it. They've basically like ruined Superman. They need to start again. Yeah, they're well in like 10 to 15 years. Maybe. Oh, no, probably not even that uh, long, to be honest with you. No, Sp- Spider-Man has been rebooted. I say, three fucking times now. So. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's now like a modern running joke. Mm. I think somebody, I saw it like the other day in like a TV show I was watching, somebody said like, oh, this has been redone more than Spider-Man or something. I was like, well, yeah, that's yeah. such a fucking true thing. At least now, though, you know, finally it's in the fucking universe. Spider-Man, yeah. you know. I'm quite looking forward to Homecoming. Mm. Definitely. We'll get to see uh, Keaton doing some. Come on! Come on! Who's <laughs> he, the vulture? The vulture, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Who would have thought? Yeah. Batman and the vulture. There's a bit of a theme there, isn't there? Really. Like, winged creatures. Yeah. And he was, really also in, he was also in Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <It was fun. laughs> I always forget he was the bad guy in Robocop remake, wasn't he? He was. It was unforgettable, I thought. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I don't, don't remember much about that film, to be It fair. just popped in my head now, and I'm like, am I making that up? <laughs> yeah, I did I imagine that. <laughs> he, like, basically contributed nothing to that film, bless him. Nothing, yeah. through no fault of his own. No, nah, no. Just another prime example of, like, let's hire an awesome actor, pay him probably a shitload of money, mm-hmm. and then just fucking not use him at all. I've just remembered now, Gary Oldman's in it. Yeah, and isn't uh, Samuel Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking good cast. <laughs> <laughs> but you know why? It was just one of those poster pulls. Yeah. They just paid a bunch of... They knew they had a pile of shit in their hands, mm. pretty much. So they just paid a bunch of, like, high-named high, like, people, people that are easily recognisable for the poster. Yeah. People go, oh, Gary Oldman, enough. Let's go see that film. Because at the time, I remember thinking it was weird that, like, right, right enough, right, the remake Robocop, Gary Oldman's in it, Samuel L. Jackson, Michael Keith. It just seemed too much of a, like star-studded cast for a remake yeah. of Robocop I don't know you can just tell that they're like they probably did the, their scenes in like a day they like came in and like read the lines and those like no reshoots or anything because <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know I think like every doesn't everyone like pretty much archetypally like look like what they normally look like if you know what I mean hmm. like Samuel Jackson just looks like Samuel Jackson from any other movie which you could pretty much say <laughs> <laughs> for him but uh like Michael Keaton looks the same I don't know there's no just no effort there's no characters so yeah saying. you can just tell they just came in and just did the lines and it's just Gary Oldman in a Robocop movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, my last little bit of uh, tidbit is Cal Waddle who does all the uh, well he used to do all the stuff for all the extras and stuff and he's done a bunch of documentaries over the past couple of years he did one on cannibal movies 42nd street and a bunch of other he's doing one soon I think on category 3 movies mm-hmm. so that'll be interesting so I'm yeah. thinking what DVD will it be on? Is 88 Films going to release some Category 3 stuff? Hopefully. Mm. Like mm. Naked Killer or something like that. <laughs> be hopefully it's Robotics Uncut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Untold Story. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, just start with the hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's all my bits of jail. Anything else? The only last thing I was going to say is uh, that Star Trek Discovery's like starting to pick up a little bit, some of the interest. And, Has it uh, not actually started yet? Uh, no, it's it's airing uh, in September, 24th of September. All right, that's not too long away. No, not really. I, I think they've I think they've shot like correct. I mean, people correct us if I'm wrong, but it's something like 15 episodes or something. Oh, cool. But they're just you know the hype machine's starting to build, so there's like onset, actual onset photos this time, and uh, hmm. uh, Chris. They've shown pictures of Chris. I, uh, sorry, Jason Isaacs. Oh yeah, he's playing like the captain of like the the main ship. 
I'm quite looking for. He's one of those guys that like he he was in uh, Event Horizon and stuff. Uh-huh. The English fella. He has like really good uh, like like on screen charisma. Is, is he a, is he a Shakespearean actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Uh, he, he was in like the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, he's the like uh, thing. He's dad, isn't it? What's yeah. It Little little blonde. Oh, yeah. ah, yeah. I was just going to call him the little blonde prick. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Um, no, he does. He, he has like a real good gravity and stuff, so mm. it could be interesting. I Obviously, Michelle Yeoh was the captain. She's the captain of another ship. Oh, it's two. Oh, right, it's two ships. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how it's going to work out, but the, the, there's the USS Discovery, which is like I don't know if it's like the main ship, mm. but the she's captain of another ship uh, called the uh, the Shen, Shenzhou Shenzhou or something, mm. which is a bit grim. <laughs> I must say, like, uh, or like, we've got a Chinese ship. Like, which came first? Did they decide? The ship or the captain? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like, oh, come on. Yeah. Um, but weirdly, a character name in it, it's just playing a character called um, Philippa Giorgio, which, so they've stayed away from the whole Chinese stereotype. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have a Chinese name at all. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm starting to look forward to it, but yeah. we'll see. I don't. I don't like the fact that it's a prequel, basically. Like, what? What? Um, like, what's it on? Is it Amazon or is it some weird? Button? It's in the UK. It's going to be on Netflix. Oh, cool. Um, in in America, it's on like the CBS all all access network. Oh, okay. And so like their own like thing. I think that's what a lot of people have kicked off about. Mm. For once, we haven't been shafted. Like in America, like I don't think their CBS thing's very popular. Uh-huh. So if you want to w- watch it in America, you've basically got to either pirate it or get the CBS network. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, th- thankfully for us in England, we we can just watch it on Netflix. Yeah, still, we still we still get trafted with some stuff like Ash vs Evil Dead, for example. I mean, yeah. I know it's your alright because you've got Virgin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, but if you don't have Virgin, you just can't get it legally in the UK. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you can. Well, you can you can rent it on Amazon for like two pound an episode. Ah, uh, can you? Yeah, because yeah. that's how I saw the first episode. I just rented the first episode. Right. Yeah, it's it's silly, isn't it? Because let's face it, it, it does encourage just people downloading them and yeah. streaming them. Yeah. It's the same with Star Trek in America. You know, you put it up on something like CBS, which a lot of people in America don't have. What is going to happen is people will just stream it. I mean, they're obviously hoping it'll draw more people to get it because Star Trek's a huge franchise. Yeah, but you know, these days people just be like, "Why and get it for free?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd be better just chucking it on Netflix and things like that, and at least they would get money for it then. Yeah, rather than just forcing it. And it's just so easy not to stream things now. Yeah. But yeah, it's quite looking forward to it. Not long, September. Yeah, I think maybe I thought it was long, longer because I think the last time we actually talked about it on the show it was like two years ago. Because mm. <laughs> I remember being shocked at how long it was going to be until it actually came out. It just seemed to like build momentum really quickly as well. I was seeing like hand drawn sketches of what the ship was going to look like, and then all of a sudden it was like, "Here is the entire cast." And mm. I was like fuck, yeah, where did that come from? <laughs> well, fingers crossed, it's good. Yeah, got a bad feeling about it, like overall, because. Not to be like too much of a pessimistic dick, but like Enterprise was a prequel. Um, it was set like before the movies and everything. Um, it was going to be like low tech. It was going to be exploring themes that normal Star Trek doesn't. It was going to be darker in theme. Uh, basically, that entire description you can just apply it to Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, it's kind of like didn't didn't you already try this and it totally failed? Well, maybe that's why though. Yeah, give maybe. another give another shot. Suppose maybe the like maybe the people are more ready for it now. Hmm. Maybe we'll see. 
It'll just be interesting to see if they like change its style to match the newer films, make yeah. it more action and faster paced and stuff. I think that they're probably going to go more like more like JJ Universe than yeah. normal Star Trek. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see though. Yeah. So that's that. That's the show. That is the show. Uh, I did, I've completely forgot about recommendation of the week. Shit. But uh, I will recommend, I uh, don't know if you watched it yet, that Oasis pilot on Amazon, Amazon's pilot season from a couple of months ago. No, no. I, I've, I've, I've checked it out, though. Uh, yeah. I've added it because there's only one episode, isn't there? Yeah, it's just like I said, it's, it's the same thing we did, I think it was last year, when they just, that Van Damme show. Yeah. At John Claude Van Johnson, where like they just do a bunch of pilots and then viewers vote, and whichever ones get the most votes, they turn into series. So uh, right. I think that's the one from this year because I think it went up in March. So yeah, there's just the pilot. It's really good though. I will give it a watch. Yeah, mm. it looks amazing. Like I'm sure you know every episode isn't gonna have the same budget as the pilot, but it's it just looks fucking lavish and mm. just has that sci-fi look that I know we like. You know, like aliens and alien like that type of lived in environment and stuff yeah like one yeah, yeah. It's the best kind yeah. yeah for all like i love star trek sometimes i i do prefer the more like space truckers sort of mm, yeah yeah it's just about like colonizing the planet mm. but, then but yeah think, it's, it's all about one guy isn't he? he's a doctor or something or? he's like a priest oh that's it yeah and he gets called to the planet um because earth's all fucked and like you know everyone's just living rough now yeah. So they're trying to colonise this planet so people can go and live there, but it's kind of like for the 1% type of thing. Mm. Um, so he gets called there by his friend because they said they need a priest, and then he gets there and th- realises things are a bit weird. Yeah, It seems like it's going to be really good, though. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely give it a watch, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got a recommendation, actually. Mm. I think about Amazon Prime. Well, it's a recommendation not to watch something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's a bit different. It's <laughs> uh, that the American Gods. Oh yeah, I keep seeing that on the telly adverts. Yeah, I, I checked the first episode out of that just because, like, I kept getting hit in the face with it. Basically, mm. like everywhere you go, it's on like billboards and buses and like yeah. fucking cans of coke and stuff. <laughs> it's what a load of shit. <laughs> what is it? What's the premise? Uh, a guy gets out of prison. Uh, he gets released from prison early for a spoiler reason, mm. um, and he chances upon this guy who's a, a bit of a traveller and stuff, and he's like, oh, I'll give you a job. And it happens that the guy's like, kind of like a, I think he's supposed to be a god. Like it, basically, all the gods of the world are no longer, like, worshipped, so they're, like, sort of fallen gods, and they're, like, they're just humans on Earth. Uh-huh. And they've got, like, magical powers and stuff. And it sounds really good, but fuck me, is it up its own ass? <laughs> It's just all, like, arty directing and, like, colours and s- scenes with no dialogue. And it just feels, like, really dreamy and, and vague and weird. God, you'd love the new season of Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate shit like that. I just, every every episode of Twin Peaks, I'm just like, Landon would fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, what can I say? I just, like, a, 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 like a beginning, a middle and an end. Hmm. I'm fucking very like formularic like that and when it tries to get too trippy I'm just like come on yeah. I think like uh, what's that film that everyone wanks over with um, uh, what's it called about drugs the, the, about people ODing and stuff Wrecking for a Dream Wrecking for a Dream yeah that's like my prime example of a film that everyone loves and I just fucking hate it <laughs> I was just I've like never, never seen it <laughs> it's just a total up its own ass film basically you said it's too depressing it, well, it is, but it's also just, like, really, like, trippy and dreamy and stuff. Well, and it is about drugs. I know, I know, but... 
I know that I accept it with train spotting and stuff. Yeah. But like with that film, that's just like, come on, really? This isn't good. People just watch it and go, mm, the the use of colours and stuff. And like, Fuck off. <laughs> Blue represents the sadness and that like forcing like meanings out of everything. <laughs> I hate stuff like that. <laughs> so, there you go, America. This is your granddad section of the show yeah. this week. Fucking down, stupid, stupid man. <laughs> No, I just didn't get it at all, and it and it's just not very interesting. You know, I wouldn't have done this shit, fucking John Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring back the Duke, <laughs> fucking thaw him out, <laughs> wherever he is, thaw him out. <laughs> isn't he frozen? <laughs> I'd have been that probably. <laughs> no, it's the urban legend, isn't it? The, fro- yeah. the frozen or something. That's yeah, that in there, Disney. Disney's head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, and that's the show. It's uh... yeah, it's very good. We'll see you in about four months. Yeah, we'll we'll see you when uh, the new Star Wars film's out. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Stacey with Aness, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafu FM. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.